What's up, everybody, man? Welcome to That's How You Feel. It's your host, Jacob Rose, and I'm accompanied by one of my favorite guys in the world, no homo. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Quinn, Quinn Faith, you know the voice again. We're back, another episode. Got a good one for you today. No, the name you love, the name you love to hear this time. Yeah, no, I love a little bit too much last time. I wasn't, I just gotta, I got a little bit too much confidence. Okay, you know, I respect the confidence, man. I, I love to see it. But hey, you know, next week, I want, I want to hear it. That's all I'm going to say. I got you. I got you. But yeah, guys, you know, it's a lovely Thursday afternoon. And, you know, we had a tragic, a tragic uh, loss this past week. Somebody. That's the 2020 things. Yeah. Somebody that I've, you know, seen on TV since I was just a, a little old, little old mate back in Australia. Just a little old, little old fella. So many laughs. Like, I never really watched it like that, but, like, the clips were so funny. Yeah, yeah. This, there's a lot of clips that are just hilarious. But, you know, rest in peace, the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. You know, if they need someone to take his position, I wouldn't do it. Who is taking his position? Did they say? Nah. I mean, that's like one of those things, like, with Black Panther. It's kind of like, you know, just, you know, let, I mean, you can't really end that show because it's kind of a classic show. Yeah. But it's just uh, whoever's next is probably going to get hated on a little. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, people are going to hate regardless. But, you know, it just won't be the same. Yeah, it's it's not like whoever took, like, Steve Ir- Irwin's job. You're like, you're just not the same. Yeah, I don't even know if that happened. I don't, like, I just think his daughter took his job. Yeah, maybe. But, like, it's just, like, they're, they'll reach that, you reach that level of GOAT status, and yeah, you, just, like, you just... Wasn't he doing it, like, 40 years or something? I don't know. He was old. I mean, he like, wasn't, like, that old, but he was old, like, he had been doing it for a while. He was 80, and he was still the host. So he's yeah. had been doing it since, like, he was younger. He had some jokes, though. You ever oh, see yeah. that clip? Like, those, it's, like, those three, like, just nerds, and they can't, they're trying to, like, like those, the section football. Oh, yeah. yeah, and catch was he the said, yeah, yeah. And the last question he goes, "If you guys get this one right, I will die." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, he's just like a good dude, and yeah, yeah. Be, he'll be missed for sure. Yeah, you know, um, Alex Trebek and the rest of his family, man. Hope they stay up. Yeah, yeah. Um. But in other news that could potentially bring life to people, uh, a company called Pfizer, Pfizer, we're not actually this name, I always think of like Pfizer Forum, um, but it's spelled P-F-I-Z-E-R, um, but it's pronounced Pfizer, just like the piece, I don't know why they named it, that's pretty dumb, but they have a new COVID vaccine coming out that might be available to everybody in April, and reports say it's 90% effective, so... Um, they're about to make bank. They're they didn't they're like one of the only research organizations that didn't take any government funding. So like they don't owe the government or anybody else anything. Like the government's gonna buy a bunch of vaccines from them, but they're not gonna be um they don't have, they don't owe money to anybody other than like their own staff. So they're about to make a lot of money. But I think their US government's gonna buy like a hundred million something vaccines. So I don't know. It's stepping right direction to get this world back to normal, mask free. 
Yeah, I don't think it'll ever be mess-free. It could be COVID-free one day, but it'll still be pretty messy. But, you know, since we're on the topic of COVID, your boy's quarantine ends tomorrow, which is uh, it's pretty good. And How's your, your smell and taste right now? Oh, it's I can I can I can smell more than I can taste. Like there's some random stuff I can taste, but when I put stuff like right on my nostrils, I can low key smell it. I just gotta okay. get nice and deep. Yeah. I did realize after that Wednesday that I was actually sick. A corona a day keeps the COVID away. For everybody over twenty one experience COVID. COVID with a little lime, hey, you'll be straight. You can't even taste it though. Nah, bro. I swear, that's like what I could taste. I can taste. I can taste Corona. I can taste Listerine, and I can yeah, taste. Uh, are strong, so yeah, and I can salsa. Those okay. are. The I know. That's really. I'll take. I thought it. you were gonna make a video or something about it. I was gonna get what? Make a YouTube video about the things you could taste and couldn't taste. No, I was gonna do a TikTok, but I look he like. Feel like when I eat the nasty thing, my taste will come back, and I'll just be like, oh. come back in that split second. Yeah. So then I've just been hesitant since, and it's it's not worth it anymore. I'll, I'll yeah. pass. But you yeah. know, you know, I think everybody's had enough of COVID, and everybody's had enough of trying to get the PS5 when it released today. Released today, it's sold out everywhere already. So pretty much, I got the inside scoop. So pretty much, like every four hours, I think, like Walmart and you know those type of places, Target have it open. So like they allow people to buy them again, but they go in seconds. <laughs> so if you guys want to buy one, you know you gotta log in, put all your information in, be ready, man. Like be ready, waiting in the queue, all that stuff because they're gonna go. So I think I'ma just wait until. Until a lovely little lady buys me one, you know, you know, you know, ladies, if you guys want to buy me a PS5, you know, you know how to reach me. Uh, you how know, much do they go? Well, uh, the one with the disc is 500. The one without the disc is 400. So like you buy games uh, online, but that's what I, I did. More. You said what? So I pay more for shoes. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, uh, I only want the digital one because I don't need to buy discs. They just get real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, ladies, you want to buy me or Quinn a PS5, you know? I mean, Quinn, I don't I'll know think. if want to buy you. Yeah, I'm not that big, but... You know, uh, you, why, right? I feel like there when the PS4 release, there wasn't nearly as much hype around it. I mean, I think there was hype regardless, but I think the PS5, it's become almost like an internet, like... Uh, I feel like it's just trending like everywhere all the time. Yeah, I just think that advances they said they've made are pretty interesting. And, you know, with this whole next-gen 2K, you know, this next-gen stuff, that's kind of the hype around it. It's their way to squeeze money out of people. That's all it is. Well, I mean, this is the same price as the PS4 was. Yeah. But then, like, these games, like the next-gen, then they have, like, the 2K21. that are only compatible with, like, certain games or whatever, so... There is one game that's coming out in 2021 that I really want to get. I don't know what it's called, but it's a Harry Potter My Career, pretty much. Is it actually? Yeah. So Where did you see that? It's called, like, Hogwarts Universe or something. After this, watch the trailer. It's It looks pretty sick. It's like a My Career, pretty much. 
Like NBA, 2K, Harry Potter, my career. I wonder if you can like put in like your own information and then it'll give you a house like based on like who you oh, are. Based on who you are. That would be kind yeah. of cool. Like, ask you questions. So cool. like one of those quizzes that we took and then it puts you in the house, you know? Yeah. It'll be pretty interesting. I really hope they can do that though. Can you imagine you just like get this controller, you just casting spells on people. What if they put you in like Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff? Well, I'm already a Hufflepuff, so I mean, I mean, I'd just what be fitting it. Ravenclaw, or like something that you're not, like Slytherin. I think I'm Slytherin. I'd be kind of mad. That's just not me. I request a trade or something. Request a trade. Just tell the just tell the hat, bro. Yeah. Tell him, not Slytherin. Not Slytherin. Not Slytherin. Not Slytherin. Not Slytherin, eh? <laughs> what a movie, bro. What a movie. What a series, yeah. Um, it's kind of exciting, but we also have Friday 13th tomorrow, which first time in a while. I don't even know when the last time it was, but do you believe in any, like, spooky stuff on Friday 13th? Um, I mean, I like the movies. The movies are cool, but do I really think scary stuff happens on Friday the 13th? No. I know that elevators used to uh, not have the 13th floor. Or like, Again, uh, hotels in Carpenter. Heaven. You said what? Carpenter. Carpenter yeah. Tower. I think it does. No, they, uh, if you look on the thing, it's like 12, and it goes to 14. Oh, okay. Well, um, I think Stravs does then. But the last Friday the 13th was in December. Last okay. Year. So, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I don't know. I don't really care like that about Friday the 13th. It's just another day in my book. But, you know, I guess it's kind of a cool thing, like a little spooky. And, you know, maybe I'll get, you- get a PS5 on the Friday the 13th. You never know. That'd be kind of high. Um, I feel like people trick, like, trick themselves into thinking, like, things happen on Friday the 13th. Like, like when you think you have COVID and you have like little sniffy, like stuffy nose, like oh, I got COVID. It's just like in the back oh, of your head. Like, think the worst on Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, you can try to justify it based on the day. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I could definitely see people that do that. Yeah, but you know, it's not really that much of a special day. It's just another day. Um, but yeah, you know, we ain't got a lot of world news right now. I mean, I guess you know, Biden won the election. Still drama uh, with that. But there's uh, going to be some recounts, and, and things just going to keep dragging on. The Senate race Georgia in January, second place. Yeah. So, you know, I think this is much easier than it really is. But, you know, I'm not no politician or nothing. or You know, it's not really my say. I have a small say of who's president. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoever's president... I'm going to have to live with it regardless. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to keep on moving forward into the music section. Yes, sir. Another week of garbage that me and Quinn just aren't that excited for, you know? you guys, like I, We put these things, like, on a little, like, outline just to, like, fill space. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really, like, some of the stuff we're about to talk about, like, if we didn't talk about this, we wouldn't be talking about anything. It's like, yeah. just, like, a crazy goal. We're, we're kind of just sick of the music section because there's nothing that really interests us like that. You know, you got your few artists that have a couple features that are decent, but we're looking for entire albums that we want to listen to, you know? And what do you it's, think? it's not there. 
Who do you think? I think, well, the one thing I'm looking forward to with music is how Spotify does that little end of the year package of like who your oh, top yeah. artists are, top songs are. Who do you think you're, like, some of your top artists are going to be? Brent Fias, Bryson Tiller, and Drake. <laughs> it's going to be my top three without a doubt. Yeah. It's going to change vastly from last, no, last year or the year before. I always, it always surprises me the artists that pop up on mine. For real? Yeah, like I, I had a boogie on there last year, which like I listen to him a lot. I didn't listen to him at all this year. Neither. But um, like sometimes I'll just see these people. I'm like, I don't even like remember listening to like this song or something. Um, I think mine's gonna be Drake's gonna be definitely gonna be on there. Leon Bridges, I think will be on there. Um, ooh, I can maybe see like Jane Smith too. I don't know. Mine last year. I'm pretty sure, was Blueface. That's crazy. Psycho T. And yeah, you had Psycho T. Yeah, because you were just streaming him nonstop. Bro's getting his listens up, bro. But yeah, I mean, I mean Drake's always going to be there regardless. But, yeah. I mean, Bryson might have been there, but not top three last year. But he's definitely going to be top three with Brent and Drake this year, without a doubt. For sure. But yeah, uh, like, I don't know when that comes out. I think it's like a month from now, but got that to look forward to at least. For what? When they come out, when Spotify comes out with that little package. Oh, got yeah. that Did Bryson say he's dropping more music in the fall, though? Yeah, he did. So that means, you know, it's something we could possibly look forward to. I already yeah. know what I'm looking forward to, though. The next album. Listen to that Drake in January. Certified sure. lover boy. I'm already gonna did, you see, did you see what he said? He said he came out and said that he's like, oh, people, yeah, people are going to like my album. Yeah. I said, great. You could put out five minutes of you saying you, like... Tinging. Yeah, you, you could say that over and over again for like five minutes and be, like, people would still like mess with it. It was like yeah, a million... Get at least a million streams. I think over a million for sure. Yeah. Then it would probably become a meme. You just got Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess we'll mention the albums that dropped tonight. So we got Lil Uzi and Future dropping an album. This is probably the only album I'm like, I'm really probably gonna check out a couple songs. Yeah, I listen to that too. Uh, Two Chains also dropping one. I feel like Two Chains. Like, I listened to Two Chains back in like high school. Uh-huh. Um, he's just he's old, isn't he? Isn't he like? Yeah, Two Chains like thirty some, maybe forty. Yeah, I mean, people have been saying the game for a while, but two chains for me. Two chains. Chains did go crazy and no problem though. His verse yeah. was. Fun. He has a couple of songs that like I really mess with, but yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna listen to the featured songs, but I'm not gonna listen to a whole song like by himself. No. Just like Black Youngster, I'm not gonna listen to his album. If he has a feature of a person I like, then I'll listen to the song. If not, kick him to the curb, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, little Old Town Roadman, little Nas X is dropping a new song. Do I listen to this man? No, but he's a pretty interesting guy. So, you know. like, I mean, people go crazy for him on TikTok. That's how we got famous. Yeah. And then last week, we talked about Nav and Weezy's album coming out. Uh, just the songs with Gunna and Lil Baby were good. I mean, those are all right. You know, it's a classic Nav album. He's got his little unique voice. So, Dude, this is so many. So much music. So what? Uh, Nav is so much music. 
Yeah, he does. I, I needed to listen to him with a feature, though. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, him as a feature is pretty good, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like him, but this, he's done a couple songs with Meek Mill that I really like. Yeah. Um, uh, and bigger news, probably the biggest music, not really music, kind of biggest news, the the weekend is performing at, what is it, 51? Is the Super Bowl? Three, bro. 52. Oh, I'm behind. Um, but yeah, he's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, I mean, the weekend is one of the, I think he's top three most streamed artists um, in the in the world right now. So that would be kind of exciting. I personally cannot stand the weekend. I do not like any bit of his music. Hey, um, it's Super Bowl 55. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, oh, wow. I feel like Super Bowl 50 was just like just not that long ago for some reason. That was like the Broncos and Panthers, I think. Oh wow. I was way back then. Yeah. Um other than a little blinding lights with the I like that, but uh, I'll kick the weekend to the curve every single time. I do not mess with him. Just like I know a lot of people do, but his voice to me is just I can't stand it. I just it's just so no it's just not it for me like if there's one artist people always ask me like, oh what's one artist that a lot of people like that you don't like i always say this man my mom should be red so i feel like a lot of people like him and i, I don't like him whatsoever or yeah. travis i mean i don't hate travis but a lot of people love travis and he's like just whatever yeah travis is yeah, he's okay to me i like some of his songs yeah, same, but he's definitely overhyped. Yeah. Sometimes trying to tell me he's better than Drake, and, you know, that's just, they don't even deserve my time of day if they're going to say something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But uh, The weekend. I mean, I don't have a problem with The weekend. He's cool. He has better music when he just gets out of a breakup. You know, I don't want this guy to, you know, get dumped every couple of years, but, you know, if that's what it takes to get some good music from the man, hey, you know, by all means. I thought Post Malone is, too. Oh, for real? Yeah, Actually, Post Malone might be the guy that I don't really like that everybody loves. Yeah. I, I like Post every now and then. Yeah. But, you know, music, once again, whack. Just, you know, like, help us out, guys. Artists, people making music. Sure. Give, us, so long. give us something to talk about, man. If you give us a good album, you know, we're going to gas you to, to the brakes fall off because we don't really have anything to talk about. So just we'll, give us we'll, good, and you know, yeah. We'll go song by song on that and mm-hmm. review every song. Um, I'll give you a whole episode if you drop something crazy. <laughs> I feel like when Drake drops, we'll have to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, that's fine. We can do a whole episode on each song if you want to. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but, you know, talk about halftime shows. Uh, what has what been your favorite, your favorite halftime show? Well, growing up, I was always a big Beyonce fan uh-huh. and she's been in two halftime shows in the past like 10 years I guess she was in the halftime show with Coldplay and Bruno Mars I really liked that one I like that one too and then in 2013 when she did it by herself I thought that was fire so those are probably my two favorite and then honorable mention is probably uh Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, if you know, if you know why, you know why. But uh, I'll leave the rest of the question for you. I think <laughs> actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot one. Last year's kind of went crazy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh-huh. I saw a lot of a lot of booty shaking, you know, all that type of stuff. I liked it, you know, it was a good one. People went crazy after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I thought the Super Bowl. I thought it was good overall. Like the game was good, and the halftime show was good. Yeah, um, my favorite would have been either last year, um, because I mean I, I really like Shakira. Like like when you break down like her music too, um, mm. I would, I really like her music and it had a little bad bad Bunny, bad Bunny, and Jay Balvin that came out. Yeah, uh, and Bad Bunny's a clown. I thought it was really funny, um, and they all have like I, I like pretty much all their music, so I thought that was really good. Uh, but then the other one. I don't know if you remember this one, but uh, 2011, it was Black Eyed Peas and the Usher. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That like when that was like peak, that was peak time of the Black Eyed Peas, and I loved like. Is that uh? That was the Giants and the Patriots, right? Yeah, with the helmet catch, I think. No, that was 2007. I think. Yeah. 2007 was the home of catch. 2011 was Mario Manningham. He caught something. I'm pretty sure. But he he made a crazy catch in that game, too. Oh, wait. No, 2011 was Packers. Packers-Steelers. Well, are you talking about 2010, 2011, or 2011, 2012? Uh, whichever one it was. Um, but, yeah, I was trying to black-eyed piece. Will I Am? Oh, man. They killed it. That was really good. Yeah, the black-eyed peas are... High key goaded. I, I still play some of their music. That uh, album, I think it's like Elefunk or something. That's Is that the, the green one? It's like, yeah, like greenish blue with an elephant or something on front. Yeah. With faces in each corner. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, but you know, since yeah. we're kind of talking about sports, you know, we'll have some show Super Bowl. Let's uh let's let's talk about uh, the Masters. That was a smooth little transition right there. I like oh, that. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you. you know, that was, was really good. That was really good. I was thinking about that all day. I was like, how am I gonna transition? We have to be, yeah, we always like we need we need a mediator. So if you're listening and you want to be our little mediator, be like, all right, well that's all the time we have for this section. That'd be really helpful. Sign up. We could, we could use one of those, but uh, yeah, you know we got the Masters going on right now. Uh. My boy Tiger posted a career matching minus four. Or yeah, he's four under right now. He's in third behind uh, Paul. I think his name is Paul Casey. That's his name. Yeah. Paul Casey. Yeah, he shot a minus seven, so he's three back. Which first day, pretty good. Um, obviously, you know, we know Tiger won it last year, but I Tiger's always been like my favorite golfer. Like I know he's done some like really bad things, and he's not a yeah, no, could look past it. Yeah, but he's he's like he's. I feel like he's a good dad. Um, I feel like he's genuinely like a pretty good person. You know, he has his flaws, flaws, and you know that'll always be with him. But I, I, I've always liked Tiger. Um, so I want to see him win. Yeah, I want to see him win, of course, as well. Uh, that's the only reason, you know. I mean, I like I'll watch golf regardless if Tiger's doing well. Especially for those like five years when he was just MIA dealing with his own stuff and injuries and everything. You know, I still wanted him to play, but I started like learning about 
uh, other golfers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want Tiger to win the Masters because, you know, just back-to-back GOAT status, all that stuff. If he wins this, this will be his sixth green jacket. And, you know, you know what they say about six championships. They be talking about GOAT when you got six. Yeah. True. Well, I make but, you know, hey, it's everybody's opinion. They got their own opinion. Uh, but, yeah, Tiger, GOAT, hope he wins. Paul Casey, ain't shit. Go Tiger. Bro, I also want to draw some attention to another golfer that's in uh he's I think he's he's in the pluses right now. But this dude is fifty-seven years old and he's just he's just been grinding. Like every like when I started watching golf as a kid, he was playing then and he's still playing now. VJ Singh. Oh my gosh. This dude, he's from Fiji and he's just been like I don't know. He's like, he's actually like a really really good golfer. I don't know if he's ever won, but he just like whenever you like look at golfers, he's his name is always right there. You know, uh, yeah, VJ Singh's low key gold goaded. I used to play when I had uh, the Tiger Woods PGA Tour game. I used to play as him in like 2006 or something. Yeah, he has three major championships: one Masters title, two PGA championships, and was elected into the World Golf Hall of Fame in 2006. That was 15 years ago. Does uh you know Ernie Els? Yeah. Is he still golf? I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> but hey, like you oh. have respect though for these guys. Yeah. Um I mean I feel like you can golf till you're pretty old. Yeah, I mean yeah, it doesn't it's not a whole lot it doesn't put a whole lot of stress on your body, but um I don't know. VJ I remember like VJ Singh, whenever VJ Singh and Tiger were paired up together, I was like, Oh my two Titans clashing right here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel that. That's funny. VJ yeah. Singh, man, hope hope you make the cut, bro. If yeah. not, hey, don't matter. Still had a great career, bro. Yeah, I think he's gonna be around a little longer. Yeah. Going anyway. Uh, but you know, that's the first time we've really talked about golf. Uh, exciting. Yeah, you know, that's cool. But something we've talked about before, a little bit of boxing. Terrence Crawford, this man's undefeated. He's probably the best all-around fighter in boxing, in my opinion, right now. Uh, he has a fight this week. Uh, you know, I'm gonna watch it. He's gonna win. Simple as that. Quinn, you gonna watch it? Yeah, you just chilling. And I'm probably just chilling. But I did look him up. I hadn't really heard of him. Um, but he, he's kind of old. He's like 34. Yeah. He's kind of older, but is he is he really undefeated? Never lost before. The undisputed champ. I think I heard. I hear that about everybody. Yeah, I feel like so. When you think of uh, boxing, so you got like the Lomachenko, the Tino Fimo, two dudes that fought. Then you got Javante Davis, who sent dude into I don't know. He just knocked him out cold. Well, Ryan Garcia, like all those dudes are in the same weight class. Yeah, that's what confuses me. Like, there's so many, like, big names in that weight class. And it's just, I don't know. I feel like everybody just needs to start fighting each other. Like, the, these big name people need to fight each other. Yeah, like, the the big name was Tiafimo Lopez and Lomachenko fought. And, I mean, you know, we saw what happened with that. Uh, but there's, you know, like, Ryan Garcia, like, he's kind of really popular right now. Because, you know, he's like a younger guy. You know, all the ladies like him, too. He's like him, even though he's a cheater. 
on his girl, shaking my head. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, like, he needs to fight someone good. Yeah, no, he does. Next, at the end of this month or next, at the start of next month against, uh, I think it's Luke Campbell, Luke Campbell. He's not bad, so. He always been just, like, posting videos and stuff on his little Instagram, like. Oh, I mean, like, dude's got some fast hands. He's he's quick. But. I, he's, I, like, one of the only, like, the only fighter. Uh, I should say the only, but he's kind of part of, like, this new generation. Like, he shows everything he does on the media. I don't know. If it was me, I think I would just, like, want to work in silence. Like, don't, don't worry about what I'm doing. I mean, what do you, do you think Mike Tyson's showing everything that he's doing? Well, now he is a little bit more, but back in his day, no. Oh, well, he didn't have access to that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, you come into a fight and you have no idea, like, what this dude's been doing for the last, like, three months to prepare or whatever, but you can go on Ryan Garcia's Instagram and he posts something every day about what he's doing. I think it's crazy how, like, now in fighting there's just so many different types of, like, boxers. You know, like, all – because when I think about back then, I feel like everybody was a heavyweight. Yeah, like it was like definitely the big, the big fights. The bigger fights are always the heavyweights. Yeah, but now I mean, uh, whatever Lomachenko and all them are, they're big news. Canelo, he's big news. Uh, Mayweather, he's big news. You know, like all these dudes are in either the same or different. You know, like you only got like three heavyweights that people really talk about, mm-hmm. like three Wilder and Joshua. Like those are the three you know main ones you think about. Did you hear they said people were trying to say that Tyson Fury cheated? No, I didn't hear that. So there was something about in his gloves, he had like a metal plate or something. <laughs> and then Deontay Wilder had like a dent in his head. I didn't really look too much into it, but yeah, people, there's like some conspiracy that Tyson Fury had a metal plate in his gloves when he fought. Uh, yeah, there's people that check those before the fights. I know, exactly. That's why I'm like, what? Um,. But they were saying something about how his gloves were, like, sagging, even though they were brand new or something. You know, some type of boxing experts, you know, something. And I'm like, even if he had metal plates in his thing, he was still beating Wilder's ass. So, yeah, I'm not going to read too much into that because, you know, is it true? I don't know. Do I care? Not really. But, you know, boxing's boxing. If you get some basketball, though. Oh, yeah. NBA returning December 22nd. So, let me look at the calendar. It's like a month and 10 days away. That's the day after my birthday. Can you imagine? That'd be so hype. You said what? If it came back on my birthday, but it's the day after. Sorry, bro. Um, Little late late birthday present, you dig? Yeah. I I just can't. We got got NBA Christmas. I love NBA Christmas. I think that's why that brings in so much money, I guess. I don't know how it will without fans, but, I mean, I guess it'll get watched a lot. That's, like, I'm older now, like, 21, whatever. I'm older, so I don't really get presents like I used to. Yeah. So, on Christmas, I I wake up looking forward to watching yeah. basketball all day. Like, I'm not looking forward to what's under the tree. I want to watch basketball all day. Yeah. I eat food, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Wait, wait. Christmas ham or Thanksgiving turkey? Thanksgiving turkey. Oh my! It's no, it's no. I don't really like. I don't really like ham like that. Like I like it in like a little omelet or something. But I can't just like have like a little thing of ham right here in front of me and just start slicing it up. But Thanksgiving, I can I can eat turkey by itself regardless. 
It's okay. I'm not gonna get too much into that. I think most people would agree with me. Well, my, when I put the poll, my I, I, Ham won by like five percent or something. Maybe it's a cap. Like, I don't know. No, six percent. Like forty-seven to fifty-three, I think. Guarantee a lot of Midwesterners. They're gonna say turkey. Well, I looked at it like this, and from my perspective, it was like more black people said ham, and then the white people said turkey. I don't know if that's a thing, but maybe just my followers, but that's what I know. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love me some ham, bro. It's, <laughs> I like turkey sometimes. I've had so many different types of turkeys, and there's not been one that I'm just like, mm. But I guess I don't really eat gravy. So like, I know that's a big oh, part yeah, of my exactly. turkey. So that's probably why I'm definitely not a turkey guy. But you know, it is what it's like you know, one of those little drumsticks, one of the turkey drumsticks. Yeah, I like if I have turkey, it has to be skin on it. Yeah, oh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving, man. Not skin, it's just a dry piece of meat, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you, you got light meat and dark meat, the darker meat's gonna be more juicier than the white meat. Yeah, true, true, true. But you know, before I start getting too hungry, um, yeah, NBA coming back, can't wait. But next week, we got. We got the NBA draft. NBA draft, and Minnesota Timberwolves have the first pick. Quinn, as everybody that's listening should know, you're a big Timberwolves guy. Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, what do you think they should do with the first pick? Well, I can tell you what they shouldn't do, and that is pick LeBum Mello. LeBum, wow. LeBum. Wow. I, 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 to me, he just is – Okay, well, first of all, I don't think this this draft, I would think you would agree with me, Jay. This draft is not a very good selection. You don't have, like, a Zion Williamson. Do you think last draft's better? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think anybody in the top five from uh, last year would go first overall this year. I think RJ Barrett's going first? I think, yeah, I think he would go over Melo. But what the Timberwolves are doing right now is they really, they don't think they have a player. Um, or anybody who can fit well on their team in this draft. So what they're doing is they're trying to go for the best overall pick. And that's a good – normally that's a great approach. I think that's a really good approach. But the thing with LaMelo Ball is I feel like he's either going to be one of those players that will um, fall to the league within the first couple of years, bounce around like a bunch. Because the thing with LaMelo is he has so much ego already. And the last thing the T-Wolves need right now is an ego because they have – Cat, who's got a big ego. They got D'Lo, who's got a big ego. You have all these guys that just want to get have the ball in their hands and score. Mm-hmm. And Lamelo's just adding on to that. I feel like the the Teals, in a sense, are like a worse version of the Houston Rockets. Like there's just so many egos, and they'll put up like they'll put up like 120 points. Yeah, they don't have much defense. No, the Minnesota Timberwolves, if, if they draft Lamelo, would have the worst backcourt in like NBA history, in my opinion. One of the worst backcourts. Gosh, D'Lo and Lamelo, yeah, they just they don't care about defense. They're bucket getters. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Melo's like whatever six seven. He's long, lengthy, athletic. He has potential, but I just don't see him. I don't see them winning a championship. I suppose I suppose you got to like take baby steps in a rebuilding organization, but I don't think I think they should take Anthony Edwards. I think he's the best the best player. I mean, there's been questions about Anthony Edwards' defensive. Ability. Yes. Yeah. They say he has the tools to be a good defender. Yeah, that's what it is for me. I think he has also the drive and the passion. Like, 
when you I think I saw an interview with them. Um, I forget exactly what happened, but it, it, he's just a grinder. Like he's he's very humble. Like just wants to work and get it get it done. Um, maybe that's because he's so young. Because he's he was a one and done. I'm not sure, but I've seen a lot of comparisons of uh, Anthony Edwards to D Wade. So, I mean, I guess that's good that you know people see a little bit of D Wade. Even D Wade said himself that he's up next. So you know. It's good praise by, you know, one of the best players ever, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, I mean, if we look further down the draft, um, you know, other than the top three players that everybody's been talking about, LaMelo Ball, Wiseman, Edwards, do you, like, see anybody that's kind of a sleeper? Anything? I don't know. You know, somebody that isn't getting enough love that they should be getting? Um. I think if it was an other like a different draft, like in any other year, you'd have these like these bigger name prospects. Um, I think Tyrese Maxey is going to be. He's projected to go 18th right now. I I think he could be like, um, like a Kobe I, White. Yeah, like a Kobe White, like a De'Aaron Fox, kind of like these quick new like the kind of I don't say it's like a new generation of point guard, but he's like quick and score. Um. Nice little combo guard, but we'll see. But what do you think? Um, I mean, I've looked up some of these guys because, I don't know, I didn't really – I guess I didn't pay attention to it. Before the draft, mock draft came out, I didn't know half who these guys were. Yeah. Like, never heard of uh, Halliburton. I didn't know who uh, that Isaac Okoro dude was. Like, I knew who OB Toppin was because he was doing windmill dunks. But I think um, the Halliburton guy is going to be good. I don't know. He's kind of he's got like the size, and he can shoot. And I think in the NBA, he's only going to get stronger and better. I mean, I don't know if he's so much of a sleeper since you know he's seen as a top five pick. Yeah. But I think that he could win like rookie of the year this year. Um, what do you think about? And I, the one I'm looking at right now, this CVS mock draft, has Cassius Winston going to the Lakers. Do you think that'd be a good pick for them? No. <laughs> I mean, like... I'm like, yeah, of the available, though. Like, do you think he could contribute at all and helping them repeat? No. Like, I'd still rather Quinn Cook over Cassius Winston. Yeah. So, I mean, I know people say we're trying to get uh, D. Rose as well. So, you know, uh, there's plenty of people I'd take over Cassius Winston. Mm-hmm. Like Cassius Winston as a player, like even after what happened, pretty sure he lost his brother last season. It's pretty sad. But, like, I mean, I have nothing against the guy, but is he going to help my Lakers win another championship? Not in his rookie season. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about this uh, Danny Avdia dude from Israel. Supposedly he's supposed to be pretty good. He's tall, he can shoot, can dunk. I think that when I see, like, a foreigner, like someone that's not American or that's not, you know, from, yeah, America, I don't know. I sometimes, like, a European player, I just don't think they're going to be good. But I guess Luca proved me wrong. Because other than Luca, you know, like, you got to go way back to, like, Dirk. Porzingis? Porzingis? I, I think he's overrated, bro. Like, he's good. He's a good NBA player. But, like, he's... People think he's way better than he actually is. Because he's always injured, bro. Like, he's always hurt. But 
I don't know. I thought Porzingis was going to be a bust, but I I wouldn't say he's a bust. I mean, yeah, I mean Ben Simmons. He's not he's not really foreign, but yeah. he's from Australia. <laughs> if I mean, he's like the same as me. Like his parents are American, but yeah, 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 he grew up in Australia. But like he didn't. I mean, he played at LC, I guess, but. Um, yeah, but he he went to like high school out here, went to college out here. Yeah. You know, he's he's he probably had an American citizenship before Australia. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm just thinking of like European players. I don't know. I know a lot of people I don't know how I feel about uh RJ Hampton. Because he played in Australia with LaMelo and dude averaged like seven points. Mm-hmm. And for everybody that doesn't watch Australian basketball, like they don't score over a hundred points a game. The talent is not anywhere near the NBA. Like, college teams are probably beating some, uh, like, majority of these NBL, the Australian Basketball League teams. You said what? LaMelo is on the worst team in the NBL. Like, the era walk. The Hawks? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they finished last, didn't they? Or maybe finished the last year before he joined or something? Yeah. All it, uh, like, like, I wouldn't look too much into, like, what people place in that league because it's, it's, it's nothing special. But, yeah, I mean, he didn't even play. He only played, like, 14 games, you know? Yeah. He only averaged, like, it's like his size and athleticism. I think that they're kind of overhyping him for it. But uh, I don't know. This, for me, since, like, I played against the dude, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's not weird. Like, happy for the kid. Like, good for him. But, like, for me to be out here, like, oh, my God, like, LaMelo's up next, blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of weird to say. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of guys in this draft that I, I play against. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't know if you feel the same. It's kind of just like, I mean, yeah, they're they're good, but. I just start getting older and just being like, yeah. Yeah. It's like they're about to be on the same court. It's like Steph and Curry. and They're going to get cooked at the end of the day. Like, they're just going to get cooked by them. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I gave fuck high school so. You think what's Steph gonna do to you? <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like they, uh, I feel like for some of these guys, like Lamelo, you're just gonna get. I feel like Melo's kind of the kind of guy that could get punked. Like how you saw LeBron punking Tyler Hero in the playoffs. I thought you could have Lamelo ball all season. Like you get Pat Bev. Uh, like remember when Pat Bev like hounded Lonzo in the beginning of his uh, rookie season? Pat Bev is disgusting. <laughs> Like, he just gets in people's heads, and um, he would bully. He would, like, physically, like, mentally abuse LaMelo Ball, I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got, we got, we'll recap all that next week. Yeah, the draft's next Wednesday. You know, I don't know what you guys are thinking. I don't know if the Warriors should trade, but we'll talk about it more next week. But for now, we have some more, uh, you know, pending issues with the NBA. You know, it's kind of free agency, not really free agency, but, you know, all over social media, we see all these, oh, he's going here, drama here, this, that, this, however, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. people people are changing teams, it seems like. That's what we get every normally every summer, but now we get in the fall. Yeah. So yeah. first, one of the first things I saw, Drew Holiday's been, we talked about him last week, and he's been a player that, I mean, any team would take because, you know, you can get a bucket. He's probably the best, like, one of the best, if not the best, uh, on-ball defenders, like, as a guard in the league. 
Um, Atlanta and Boston are, you know, the most recent people that have been talking about trying to get him. Where do you think he fits better, Boston or Atlanta, Quinn? Um, I think he fits better in Boston. I, I don't know if that's just because Boston's going to be a championship contender mm-hmm. and Atlanta's not. But when you look at Boston's team, um, other than, like, I mean, the two best players to me are Kemba and Jason Tatum. But, like, Jason Tatum and like, – they, they have a very young team. Mm-hmm. And I think Drew Holiday can really point those guys in, like, I the mean, right – Holiday's only 30. Dude's in his prime. Yeah, but, like, I feel like Drew's one of those guys that could be, like, acts older than he really is. He plays, like, younger than he really is. Oh, okay. Um, That's good. And I think that he has so much, like, experience. He's just a grinder. That's what he, what he is. And I'm not saying Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown aren't grinders. Um, I think, like, when you look at a championship contender, he would definitely be – he would take Boston to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, and Jalen Brown, all four of those guys um, on your team. Taco? Huh? Are you starting Taco at the center? <laughs> Maybe Daniel Daniel Tice, aka Caden. Yes, um, but then you have like Marcus Smart coming off the bench. You have like the other guys coming off the bench that they, they'll give you buckets. So I think like in terms of championship contenders, I think he fits well in Boston. Um, but I think he fits well in Atlanta too, to be honest with you, because I mean Trey Young is like one of their only sources of offense right now, and he could take some of that ball. Um, I really want to see Cam Reddish. Play. Yeah, me too. Horrible last year. And I think he can be really good, but he was absolutely terrible last year. Yeah, I think he could he be good. He came out this year. I think he should have stayed another year in college, even, like, assuming COVID didn't happen. He's so big. He's such a big card. And he can shoot. Yeah. I mean, at least we, we thought he's been bricking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, moving along in this list, we got Bradley Beal to Boston. Um, for potentially three first-round picks and Gordon Hayward. What do you think about about that that pick or that move? I think that's a great trade for Washington. Boston is terrible. It's a terrible trade. Like, Bradley Beal is an all-star, which he should be, even though he didn't make it this year. He got snubbed. The dude we just talked about, him and Drew Holiday, most underrated players in the league. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, the dude averaged a 30 ball last year. Like, yeah, he's not playing on the greatest team ever. But, I mean, whoever you play for, you average 30 points. You're doing something right. Yeah. Three first-round picks and then a former all-star player in Gordon Hayward. That might be too much. Like, I understand that, like, if you think Kemba, Bradley Beal, Tatum, Jalen Brown, that would be demonic. (laughs) That would be a very good team. That would be really good. But – I don't know. I think they should keep those picks, man. I think Boston drafts really well, like as you can see. Yeah. Just with Tatum and Jalen Brown, even Marcus Smart back then. Um, I think they draft their players well, and I think they should keep it. But, I mean, yeah. would I like to see Bradley Beal in Boston? I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. You know, make basketball more fun to watch, but no, I don't think it's a good move. Yeah. And if you look at, uh, like, the Warriors roster right now, like, they have some, they have some good young dudes, too. Um. Like, I think Rory Hachimura and Thomas Bryant, um, I think they could be, like, I wouldn't say all-stars, but they could be solid role players, I think. Yeah, I think Hachimura is definitely going to have a better career than Thomas Bryant, but I think Rui has a 
like a high ceiling. He yeah. could definitely be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, I I, I think Bradley Beal would be that Boston would just be I won't say unstoppable, but they'd be thousand times better. Pretty pretty dang good on offense. Yeah. Bradley Beal is only like six three though. Yeah, he's, he's small. I always thought he was at least like six five. Uh, I didn't realize it until I played two K with him. Oh, um, like, well, you're really small, but yeah, I remember back in the day, like 2006 finals. I was like, "How is the UA doing this? He's like six foot." And yeah. Then, and then my dad's like, "Nah, D Wade's like six four, six five. I'm like, "What? That dude out there is the same height as you?" I'm like, Dad, that's how small you'll look out on the court. I'm like, "What the heck?" Yeah. Like, um, but one of the biggest biggest trade rumors right now is Chris Paul to the Suns. How do you think Chris Paul fits in the Suns? There have also been talks about him maybe going to the Lakers too. Um, I mean, I know that apparently Chris Paul said he wants to play in New York or L.A. For the Suns, yeah, like it would be cool to go to the Suns. But if I'm Chris Paul, I don't want to go to the Suns. I'm not winning a championship in Phoenix. This is just not happening. But, like, would I think that team would be decent? Like a playoff team? Yeah, they'd be a playoff team. Devin Booker would be much better, and that's a player I really like. But to get CB3, you're going to have to get rid of Kelly Oubre or DeAndre Ayton in that trade. So, I don't know. If the Suns think they're going to win a championship with adding Chris Paul and getting rid of one of those key players, they're, yeah. they're smoke. But, I mean, you know, like, like like with the Bradley Beal trade, like I'd like to see CB3 and Devin Booker play together. Be a, I think that would be a nice little duo. But I don't think it's the right move for the Suns. Even Chris, Chris Paul and uh, DeAndre Ayton too, if they end up keeping him. Uh, yeah, I think they definitely have to get rid of Ubre. Yeah, probably. I think you you can't get rid of Ayton. Like you have to keep him. But like Chris Paul would make DeAndre Ayton really good. I really want to see the Suns do well though. Yeah, same. I like those I like- new jerseys. Those new jerseys are fire. The city jerseys, I like those. I know they had uh, Kelly Oubre, like pulling a horse with a little like fancy yeah. car. Back. And he had his little butterfly doors and everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's of course he was the model though, you know. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's 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 good marketing by the Suns. Oh yeah. You know, I like if I had some merch, I'd make Kelly Oubre the model for my merch. You know, yeah. everybody'd be buying it. But uh, let's let's before we get into my Lakers, let's talk about Westbrook. So we've seen a lot of potential trades from. At first, we saw the Knicks and the Clippers, and now the Hornets and the Pistons have been added to the to the talks. Of those four teams, where do you want to see Russell Westbrook playing in twenty twenty one? Um, I want to see Russell Westbrook on a team that he can contend for a championship with. Because Russ is too good of a player to me to just be um, – I feel like he's, he, he won't be happy if he goes to, like, a Knicks or, like, the Pistons or something. Mm-hmm. He's been a franchise player for a while for the, for the Thunder, and I think he's at his point in his career where he needs to he needs to win. And honestly, I don't think any of these training destinations are, like, are good spots for him, for him to win. Well, it's not up to him. Yeah. I know it's not up to him, but like, I like, I really, I really do like Russ and I want him to win. And I guess for that reason, 
I think I don't I don't think he fit well in the Clippers at all. Because you have Paul George and Kawhi who are already ball dominant people. I don't know, bro. The reason the reason I think he'd be good on the Clippers is because Paul George was uh, easily a top ten player last year. Paul George has best season of his career playing with Russ. Like he was a top three MVP candidate. That is so true. I think I think Russ being on like I know I'm a Lakers fan, but on the Clippers would be I think I think it could work. Like he would he he they need a scoring point guard. Thirteen. Who would the Lakers give so, up? Not the Lakers. Who would the Clippers give up for him? So I have it. This is what the trade is. So it's Pat Bev, Lou Williams, Zubak, and then two like Rodney Magruder and this dude. I don't even know. It says M. Fiondu Kabengal. <laughs> I don't know who the heck that is, but. Well, then, yeah, you move Montrez up to the five, but he's already said he's, he's not really happy in L.A. either. Um, but I don't know if he'll end up staying. Well, they got to resign Montrez first. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, you have – you put uh, – They Russell. could pick up someone like DeMarcus Cousins. He doesn't have a contract right now. Yeah, that's true. Maybe pick up – I don't know, JaVale's going to be a free agent. I don't know if they want him, but, you know, it's an option. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what they have to give up. And I, that's the reason I think – the Clippers would be better because I think Paul George would be better. And I, Russell, he, the dude averaged a triple-double, and he averages 10 assists a game, like the past, like, five years. Thing, and he's not going to – I don't. I think if he was in a good system, he can be the player you need him to be to win a championship. That's holding him back is his shooting ability. Yeah. He can't stretch the floor. I know there's – I saw you guys talk about him going to the Bucks. I think I think that'd be horrible because he's just like a mini. I don't think Giannis fit. I mean, they're the exact same. I mean, not the exact same. They're similar players, though. Yeah, but Giannis is seven feet tall, and Russ is six four. Um, so I feel like wherever Russ goes, once his contract is up, I don't even know when his contract is up. I think he's just gonna go to a team that can win. I think that's the baseline of it. Um, all right, but- hold on. So as like as the Rockets making this trade, so they they like Bleacher put put out those trade destinations and like what they'd give up. Yeah, so the Knicks would trade Wayne Ellington, Bobby Porter's, Frank Nilakina, whatever his name is, Kevin Knox, and a second round pick for next year. Okay. Um, then you heard what the Rock the Clippers would give up, mm-hmm. and then the Pistons would give up Blake Griffin. The Rockets do need. A big guard or a big, a big that's not PJ Tucker. <laughs> Who do you, what do you think the best trade is for the Rockets? Yeah, as the Rockets organization, um, you get a bunch of young players from the Knicks and a second round pick next year. A bunch of well, a really good Lou Williams, Pat Bev comes back, Zubox pretty good, and then some random players. Or you get Blake Griffin, who's toward probably like. A little bit after his prime, but still a capable big man in the league. Um, I don't know. I would say it depends on the, the, the approach you're trying to take. If they want to win now or they want to win like in the next three years. Well, I think since they have James Harden, they want to win now. I mean, I think the best player out of all those people is probably like for the Houston Rockets is Blake Griffin. Yeah. Because 
Like, I never thought the Rockets should have got rid of Capella, but no. Yeah, no, I don't think they should have either. Um, but Blake Griffin, he's like a very solid big. Um, so I think for that reason, like <laughs> they could they could really benefit from him. Um, but yeah, like you said, he's past his prime. So I don't know. I, <laughs> to me, the Rockets organization, I really hope the new head coach could turn it around. But if it was me, I'd get rid of James Harden personally. For real? Yeah. He's a great player. He can score the basketball without a doubt, but he's just not a winner. And at, at what point do you realize, okay, you know what? Like this guy's a good player, but can he win a championship? I don't think James Harden can. I really don't. I don't think he's ever going to win it. I don't think he ever will, unless he goes to some super team where he's not the primary scoring option. Oh, well, there was a lot of rumors that James might leave, but he said that he's invested in Houston and wants to be in Houston. So I don't think they're going to get rid of him. As I don't think they should. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So we'll see. But let's get into the Lakers for a little bit here. We got potentially DeMar going to the Lakers. How would you like uh, How would you like that? Well, you know, what I saw is DeMar for Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> and, you know, that as a Lakers fan and all of Laker Nation, I think they would be okay with this trade. But from the Spurs' perspective, I don't think it's a bad trade. Like, DeRozan's getting a little older. I don't know if he's still in his prime because he hasn't really done much recently. He is an all-star caliber player. But, you know, Danny Green would be going home and then, well, not I guess not home, but to a place where he shined and actually played well. This dude would have been a, done a big old triangle. Yeah. And on the map. And then Kuz, I think Kuz would probably be their number one option almost. And I think Kuzma would be actually a pretty good player there. I just don't think Kuz can play behind two of, like, the top five players in the league. Yeah. Even, you know, he he would be a starter for the Spurs. So I think Kuz's career would be better off in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And then DeMar with AD and LeBron. Eh, I don't know. DeMar can't shoot. Yeah, that's that's the one thing for he can defend and he can get a he's he's an athletic guy, he can get a bucket. His mid range is good. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind the trade. Yeah, you know, they do need three point shooting the Lakers. Although they did shoot the ball very well from three in the finals. Yeah. The only way I'd really want Demar is if like like the Clippers get Russ and like Drew Holiday or Bradley Beal goes to Brooklyn. Like if teams start building super exactly. like big big threes. Then I'd want the Lakers to have a big three as well. But there's no other team that has a big three, and then the Lakers the only team with a big three. I'd be like, uh, you know, the competition, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of big twos. Yeah, like I like the big two thing right now. I prefer it. Or if there was a big three of like, you know, players that aren't in the top ten. So like three players in the ten to twenties or ten to thirties. That would be okay. Do you think the Lakers would benefit from somebody like Serge Ibaka, who's a little bit past his prime? Um, well, Serge Ibaka had one of his best years offensively last year. Not You're not going to get better than what he did in OKC defensively because that man was ridiculous in the paint. But, yeah, stretch the floor. It depends what AD wants to do. If AD's fine playing the five. I mean, I saw Ibaka can play the five. They're all stretch, guard, or stretch bigs anyway. Well, we'd have, we'd have everybody on the court could shoot yeah. if Ibaka started, you know? Mm-hmm. AD can hit the three. Uh, Ibaka can hit the three. Then 
Bronco at the three. Dude, we'd have to have a new starter. Like KCP, Braun, and then whoever the third guy is since we traded away, Danny Green. Yeah. Maybe someone we draft, I don't know. Or trade for. Maybe if it's Avery Bradley if he keep if he stays. Then yeah, you know, have five players that can shoot that start. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know. I think yeah, Ibaka would be a good pickup. Yeah. I mean, we're we're already a good defensive team, but with him we'd probably be even better. Yeah, I would agree. I mean the they don't really need a big like that, but I mean they had JaVale starting at the five. Um he only he only played like a I bit. think in the playoffs, Ibaka would be much bigger than oh, different. He'd be different. Yeah. He'd been he's so experienced. I was gonna say something earlier about like in the regular season, I don't know, there's not really much defense. Like, if you watch the regular season games and then you compare them to the playoff games, like, the defensive intensity is, like, way crazier. Like, I know mm-hmm. it happens every year. But I feel like I noticed it a lot this year that, like, certain players that we say, oh, like, they don't play any defense. Like, in the playoffs, they play defense. They can. Yeah. Like, in yeah. the regular season, they take their time off. Like, even James Harden, someone they say that never plays defense, he was, you know, guarding AD in the paint. People like, get on LeBron, too, for not playing defense. Yeah, LeBron play, you know, he's out there getting steals. He's getting chased down blocks like he used to. Yeah. I mean, and sure, like, there'll be superstars that will take a possession off here and there. That's just, like, part of it. That's what they just do. Um, and people just will focus on that. But when it really comes down to, like, I'm not going to let you score the basketball, they can do that. They can climb, they can climb people. Yeah. But with that being said, Basketball's over. I, I couldn't think of a good transition. That's all right. That's all right. It just didn't happen. Yeah, but There's a lot of basketball news this week. Yeah. Before we end the show and get into the picks, I have one question for you, Quinn. What's up, Jay? Steelers are 8-0. They are undefeated. I want to know if you think they're contenders or pretenders. They're pretenders in my book because mm-hmm. – yeah, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is having a great season, and they have so many weapons at wide receiver. And I think what's going to make them fall short in the playoffs is uh, their run game. I, I think James Conner, I think he's a good running back. I just don't think, like, they have a reliable enough um, system for him. I don't think they have a great offensive line. Um, and I think at the end of the day, like, if you can't, balance a run game with the passing game, I don't think you can win a, win a, win a championship. But it, it'd be different if, like, Ben Roethlisberger was a mobile quarterback, but he's not. Like, if you are playing, you know, cover whatever every time, you're not worried about the run. I think when you run into a good defense, a good um, passing defense, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a, a winning situation for them. And losing, almost losing to the Cowboys, come on now. Come, come on now. So, for me, I'm going to agree with you. They're definitely pretenders. Like, they play the NFC East. So, first of all, that's four wins. They still have to play Washington. Mm-hmm. But they let the beat-up Eagles drop 30 on them still. And they got lucky that we missed a field goal to take the lead late in the game. Yeah. And then if you look at the Titans and Ravens games that they won, the only two good games that they've won, against the Titans, Ryan Tannehill had, like, a bunch of turnovers. And against the Ravens, Lamar Jackson had a bunch of turnovers. He threw a pick six, I think. Yeah. And, like, you take that away, 
The Ravens still had the ball to score and win the game on the last possession of the game. Yeah. Like, they only beat them by a possession, but they won that game because of their defense. I don't know if their defense can do that all year. Like, their offense their offense isn't good enough to beat, you know, a Patrick Mahomes team, a Aaron Rodgers team, a Seattle. If they can do a shootout, it's over for them. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're going to beat the Bills when they play them in a few weeks. Because the Bills can score when they have to. I guess we saw it last week. They put up 40. Yeah. So I think they're pretenders. But you know, I guess you got to have a little bit of respect. Being 8-0, they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. You know? Yeah, but there's, there's some truth to that. Yeah. But still, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think they can go the whole way. Yeah. Mike Tomlin's also a very good coach. He knows what he's yeah, doing. He is. He is. I, really, I really like Mike Tomlin. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We got a nice little week of uh, games ahead of us. No big COVID outbreaks in any of the teams yet. So, I mean, it's still early. We still got a couple of days left before Sunday hits. Mm-hmm. Jay, you're struggling, bro. I know. Plus four on these last two weeks. It's, it's like, I don't want to make an excuse, but I'm going to make one. It's like, you know, like we picked the same ones. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just risk it and pick this other team that, you know, doesn't really have the higher chance of winning. But, you know, it is what it is. I guess I'm going to just, you know, have to start picking pregame, you know, like your ass does. But, you know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't pick pregame this time. You did? I didn't, no. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, records right now, 58 and 26. Jay's 56 and 28. Uh, I was 12-2 last week. That was my best week. But, um, anyways, let's get into this. Uh, we got Indiana. Uh, Colts or Indianapolis Colts versus the Tennessee. I almost said Indiana versus the Tennessee Titans. Who you got in that one? Taking the Colts. Uh, that run I got the Titans. All right, good, good. Um, Jacksonville, Green Bay. Wait, that's the next game. That's why I have down on my list. Oh, uh, Packers. Yeah, I got Packers. Browns, Texans. See, this is one I don't, I don't know, man. Like, like the Browns haven't been playing well lately, mm-hmm. but Texans, I don't know. Their defense kind of sucks. I think I'm gonna go with the Browns. All right, I got Houston. All right, but nice, nice, nice. Uh, Washington versus Detroit. I got the Lions. I got the Lions as well. I, mean, I don't know what they have at. at quarterback in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Um, NFC East battle. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Giants. Philadelphia Eagles will be 500 after this week. Go Birds, baby. I got upset alert. Daniel Jones is about to run through the Philadelphia defense and the Giants are going to win. Sounds good. And you want to put money on it? I'm not putting money on it. <laughs> but I got I got them winning this game. That bet, Buccaneers, Panthers. Panthers lost Panthers. The, the Panthers lost outing last week. The Panthers look good. They do. But I think McCaffrey's hurt again, so I'm going to go with the Bucks. I got Panthers in this one. I don't have faith in the Bucks. Good. So, I mean, these past two weeks that they have the offensive game plan to beat a team. When like, you run, you don't. When you have Tom Brady, 40 years old, passing the ball 45 times in a game, 
and you don't run the ball with I mean Leonard Fournette, yeah, like he's he's he he's play, I feel like I don't I never know if it's Ronald Jones or Fournette. Um pretty sure they got LaShawn McCoy too. <laughs> But their defense is, hasn't looked great lately. Like, nobody's been on the same page. I, I remember last time, I forget who it was, was literally arguing with another linebacker about what some coverage was. And the dude that he was guarding just cut an easy slant for a touchdown. Um, so I got I got the Panthers. Okay. Uh, next game, we got we got the Broncos versus the Rams. Or not the Rams, the Raiders. I got the Raiders. I got Raiders as well. Um. Mm-hmm. It's a tough game. These next four, bro. No, next three. Yeah, they're all tough. Chargers, Dolphins. All right, so like, Chargers, bro. I've been picking them, and they just—they're like the Falcons part two. Yeah. And the Dolphins have been playing really well defensively. Chargers. And I really want to pick the Chargers, but I don't want to pick against the Dolphins again. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm picking the Dolphins too. Uh, next game, we got Bills, Cards. This would be a good game, I think. Hmm. I think I, I think I got to take the Cardinals. I think okay. I got to take the Cardinals. I don't know why I'm, I'm sleeping on the Bears because they, they went crazy. I mean, the Bills. I could be sleeping on the Bills, but I don't know. I really like Kyler Murray and the DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I got the Bills in this game. Okay, okay. Man, I'm going to take a fat lead. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we, have five, we have five different games right now. That's good. That's good. Um, Seahawks versus the Rams. Seattle. I got Seattle, yeah. The Rams. They have four of their five wins against the NFC's garbage. Yeah. Uh, Niners, Saints. Taking Saints. Saints, too, yeah. Alvin Kamara leads in rushing and receiving for them, too. Yeah. Bengals, Steelers. I got Steelers in that one. What? Bro. Uh, I got to go Steelers. Speaker, got, no, no, no. Speaker 2, what do you think? I mean, Joe Burrow, he's, he's different. All right. How different is he? He's good, he's but he's not good enough to beat that defense. And their defense mm-hmm. isn't good enough to beat that offense. So I'm just going to have to go Steelers. But right. Bengals, they're gonna they're gonna win a couple more games. They're gonna get at least five wins this year. All right, all right. Um, I got two games left Sunday night. We got the Patriots versus the Ravens. Both these teams don't look good. One looks like they can the other. I really like Cam, and I really like Lamar, and I want to see Cam do well. But he's uh, I don't think he's gonna beat this Ravens defense. And I think this week is Lamar's bounce-back week. Because the Patriots' defense has been kind of getting carved up recently. Yeah, they have been. And then I don't think Stephon Gilmore's playing for the Pats. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. I have Ravens, too. Uh, and then finally, we have the Vikings versus the Bears. Monday Night Football. I'm taking the Vikings. Cook's been on a tear. I'm going I'm to go, go Vikings. Yeah, Vikings, too. Bears. All right. They got five different games lined up. Tell me this, tell me this. If the Bears lose this week, this will be, I think, their fourth loss in a row. Third, third. I think, weren't they five and one? I thought they were. I'm pretty sure they were five and one. Yeah, I can check. Hold on. But yeah, this will be their fourth loss in a row. 
Oh, they're five and four. Wow, I thought they were five and. If they lose this game, do they go back to Trubisky? Because mm. technically, Trubisky's three and zero oh as a starter. That's a good question. And Nick Foles is two and four. I mean, Nick Foles isn't playing bad. That's true. He's ten touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, it's not great, but like, I don't, I've never been a fan of Trubisky personally. So you don't think so? No, I don't think so. They're playing a good team, but Minnesota's a good team. Yeah, I think Minnesota's finally playing how they're supposed to. Just give the ball to Dalvin Cook every play, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, we got yeah, a lot of different picks. picks, huh? We got a lot of different picks, which I like to see. Yeah, I know. It could be up by like eight. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be up three, or it could be pretty even. You know, we'll see. Well, hey, one of us is going to be down bad by next week. Yeah, someone's going to come in here just, man, tough, bro, tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've made up ground before. I was down for a while. And I came yeah. back. You were down like four or five, and I took a two-point lead, so. Yeah, we'll see. I got to get back in my bag, you know. I got to get back in the bag. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, good episode. Make sure you guys go check out the YouTube, J to the Rose. Check out Quinn's podcast, which is on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Levels of Change. Uh-huh. Make sure you follow ours. That's how you feel. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, all the all the all the. Good thing, you know? I could probably find it on a record player somewhere. Oh man, man, you can find it on YouTube too. You know, any anything you want. Honestly, just just find it. You can check my link in my bio. Don't click on one of the things because you're gonna get fooled. But apart from that, man, everybody. Week. We'll see you next week. And I'm Basically. out.